We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Jeremy White with Sneaky Joe DiBiase. Does anybody else out there want to want to do something like that? What, what do we need to settle? Jeremy White. When you were a kid and you were going to get sick, like you might throw up, did your family use the same bowl? You go to bed, you bring the bowl there in case you're going to throw up. Was that the same bowl as the family movie popcorn bowl? With Sneaky Joe DiBiase. The same bowl that you are eating popcorn out of has been thrown up into. The sick bowl. It's just a bowl. You just wash it. It's just a bowl. The mental damage alone should be there that, hey, some, you know, little, whatever your little brother or sister... I just threw up in this last week. Now I'm eating popcorn. Why do we have a dishwasher? So on Monday, popcorn. On Tuesday, throw up. And on Wednesday, sure. dog food. No, I see no issue with it. On WGR Sports Radio 550. Of course, the introduction of more people in your house means more bowls are required. Last night, stationed a bowl next to our daughter's bed. She made it through. Good. But I did think of you. Bowl, and- not a basket? It's it's kind of a like a or a bin I should say it's like a Tupperware yeah ish kind of thing, and I thought I wonder if we'll ever use that for popcorn. <laughs> Once as soon as I put as a oh, throw unbelievable I, I thought maybe how about at least like put like a like a plastic bag in there like around the uh, the top like into the into the bowl itself yeah or w- that's or, a move or wash it. I don't think it. we've used this this particular bin slash bowl slash whatever it is. It's not a traditional bowl. Yeah. But I did think of that last so time. So you're not going to use this for food like today? No, I don't think it was ever used well, for n- food. Well, not that it was uh, – you, you said they made it through the night yesterday anyway, so. Yeah, I think so. This uh, this was more of like a laundry tub kind of bowl used to soak clothing in when, okay. you know, when clothing gets gross mm-hmm. due to certain things happening that ki- happen to kids. Yeah, that's more acceptable to me. Yeah, well, I mean, we're the not gonna... laundry tin versus the the bowl that I'm going to be eating out out of directly is yeah. very very different. I think. Yeah, I don't think we'll eat out of this bowl. I don't think we ever did. It's, it's an upstairs bowl. Or you could just to make a point that like yeah. any, anything that's puked in, I'll eat out of. I'm not afraid of it. I mean, again, washing it is key. It's a big part of the <laughs> process. Is uh, soap and such. Good morning. It's Jeremy and Joe. The house has been sick. I have not gotten it yet. I'm not sick, but the house has been a little sick, which we're man, still in that season. I've yeah. I've well, I've learned with small kids that season almost it's, never ends. It's twelve. It's it here. never and it just does not end. Yeah, you get over something, you're not sick. Somebody's in the house is everybody's healthy for five days, mm-hmm. and then bang, here's a fever again. Oh, all right, all right. Start up this process. So. Yeah, it's un- it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that season, do you know what's happening this weekend? We're going to get consecutive days of sun. We're this gonna, week? We're going to see the sun. That feels like, they keep track of that for streaks? Because didn't we last year go 30 days, 40 days without seeing the sun at all? How long has it been since we've had consecutive days with the sun? It's it got to be months. It feels like forever. 
Maybe earlier, le- there was a time in December, because it wasn't Christmas really sunny. I'm sure the day was the day before also, maybe. So like Christmas maybe would have been the last time that that happened. Get 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 going. Let's get some of this this snow melted. Get this mud out of the way. I am so sick of mud. It's mud. It's mud. Holy cow! It, it, it is mud season. No more mud, please. Right? I've got. We got longer ways to go. I'm sure. I'm trying to remember. Was it always like this? The answer to this question might be a resounding yes. Was it always that the sun disappeared for two months mm-hmm. and it was just gray all the time? I think, I think it probably has. Because in my like head, as a yeah. kid, there was more snow. And it, in winter, I don't know, my memories of winter as a kid, it was a little more, well, aesthetically pleasing. It was beautiful from time to time. Yeah. Snow would fall. Yeah. Snow globes. And now there's the occasional blitzkrieg snowstorm, and then it's gray for three weeks. Right. Oh, I kind of kind of agree with this. Do like, we romanticize right. winter? Has it always been this horrid? Maybe. We only remember the times when it's like the perfect amount of like fluttering snow down there's a little bit on the yeah. ground you're going sledding down the, the the neighboring hill versus right now it's you get it all in two days <laughs> and then nothing for a month and then you get it all again in a two-day period and then nothing again and it's mud in between and the black piles of snow at the side of the road that are just disgusting maybe it's because we were in school and didn't think that's about a, it that's a good thought it's, a, it's possible yeah. I don't know. But it, then you would have gone out for recess, and you would have been playing around in a, in, a, in a healthy amount of snow, I thought. Yeah. I don't remember mud at recess. No, me neither. Anyway. But if if there was mud, we, there would have had to have been. We are going to get the sun. Good. Two Good. days in a row for the weekend. Get the boat out. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> That's right. We're going to tan. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to... We're gonna, Go play baseball to local baseball diamond. Yeah. Any course is going to be open. <laughs> ah, now you're talking. Now you're talking. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I, I started this morning. I, I, I want to ask this question as someone that's in the industry. Mm-hmm. Does football coverage exist solely to make us mad? Hmm. Is, is 90% of talk about the NFL only there? To make you upset? Did you? Uh, did, did you? Did you? Ha- are you someone that happened to see something this morning that yes. uh, that made you mad in that way? Yeah, that's exactly what uh, happened. I yeah. think. I think a lot of it is designed in that way. Yes, it, it's supposed to make you you're, upset. You're, I think the whole television sports industry that isn't like Sports Center showing highlights is. Uh, I think it's pretty much what you're talking about. Make here. you mad? This is what Nick Ooh. Wright does. I yeah. point that out a lot. I think I have a guess at what the thing is that made you mad. I'm excited for this. Was it Tom Brady saying that he would have taken the points? No. That'll <laughs> be coming to a television near you soon, though. Right. I did Great. see Tom Brady say I'll take the points. It was not that. It was. As if, by the way, he thought it's 100%. Do, do people think that field goals are just you hit a button and, and like, it's like NFL um, and the vid- NFL Blitz video game. They didn't make you kick the field goals like in Madden. You would pick, go for it on fourth down or plus three. Blitz just gave you three? Yeah, it was, it just, there were no field goals. That's because At least in the one Blitz game that I had, like 2002 maybe. Their programmers did not want to actually program in kicking. Right. No, and like, what, that, what field goals? They're not fun anyway. Like, That's in that fun. game, you're trying to like body slam people after the whistle. So, wait, we don't need field goals. You get to go for it or you get plus three. Is that, was that what people think the NFL is? 
Well, like a 48-yard field goal by Michael Badgley is just automatic. I don't even have to watch the play. To that point in Madden, what are the odds you're making a 48-yard field goal in Madden? Probably like 97%. Really? Well, I remember well, playing. Well, it, de- it depends what. How it, good your kicker is? It depends also what mode you're on. If you're <laughs> like all pro, then you're making it 100%. If it's all Madden, maybe it's more, it's very more realistic. Well, that was, either way, that was not the thing that got me mad this morning. You know, football coverage designed to make you mad. No, it was um, on ProFootballTalk.com. Uh, Mike Florio and Chris Sims oh. discussing uh-huh. that uh, Justin Tucker poked the bear in pregame <laughs> by what? attempting to warm up. And there was, I don't know if you saw this before the game, it was actually before regular warm-ups. Yeah. Mahomes and Kelsey kind of feuding with Tucker about where to warm up, where to put his things, and Kelsey throws the helmet on the tripod for the kick. And it was a cute little moment like, ah, ha, ha. And uh, here's Mike Florian and Chris Sims earnestly making the case that yeah. Justin Tucker uh, made Mahomes mad. That that's what I've got. That's what that's what my football coverage is giving me today. <laughs> like I said, I mean, is it is it? I'm, I'm supposed to I mean, get mad at that, right? I I, I th- no, I think you are supposed to because like in what world is is Mahomes making the Marquez Valdez Scantling throw at the end of the game because he's 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 extra motivated because Justin Tucker's helmet was a foot away from him while he was doing he was doing his warmups. Was Kel- did Kelsey make that diving catch on third down in the first half because he was mad at Justin Tucker? I mean, come on, what are we, what are we what are we doing? I thought you were going to go with Florio on the, the analytics. People are stealing jobs in the NFL. Yes, that's right. Take, because that they, of the pay that they don't belong in the NFL, and it's a way for people that don't belong to get in the sport. There's a lot of that right. going around too. I saw Seth Walder make a good point, like of ESPN analytics, ESPN. So yes, uh, what all these data scientists are doing is they're passing on the big jobs at Amazon in order to get <laughs> the the entry level jobs that the NFL offers for uh, for those guys. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Yeah, there's a million things. Uh, what it is that I'm probably feeling is still like many Bills fans might be feeling, I'm still mad about their loss. Right? Yeah. There's there's resentment. Is, is it added that the Chiefs are the team in the game, too? Like, Yeah. yeah. You kind of blame the Bills for making you sit through two weeks of getting ready for Mahomes is the GOAT, and Kelsey and Swift and Andy Reid, and you're there again. Like, never doubt the Chiefs. Nick Wright pointing to his tattoo, never a doubt. Which, yep. by the way, he has, by the way. I learned that the other day. He has a tattoo that he got for the Chiefs. It says, never a doubt. Cool. So, like, I got to listen to that for two weeks. And it's because the Bills didn't finish him. And in, in, in here, this building, they didn't finish him. Yep. It feels like we can't be mad at anybody but, well, not really mad at the Bills. You'd but, be mad at the Ravens, I guess, too. But I do have a stat on this. You know, here we are nine days later. And got a couple of things that have come out. This one strikes me. Is anybody up for a conversation about their game plan again? Sure. No, sure. <laughs> okay. So Scott Kazmar had a tweet about the quarterbacks to have played against the Chiefs this offseason. Mm-hmm. And the points they put up. Because who are the three quarterbacks that the Chiefs played against? It was Tua, and it was Josh Allen, and then Lamar Jackson. Yep. And the Bills put up the most points, and they also did it on the fewest drives, which... Doesn't come as a surprise. We we know what happened. So points per drive, they would have been points easily per, the number one team. Yeah, points per drive mm-hmm. for the Bills in the game against the Chiefs 
Josh Allen in the offense put up three points per drive. Okay. Lamar, one point per drive. Tua, 0.6 points per drive. Yeah. And so by far the best team. Yes. By, by that. By yeah. far the yeah. best team. 24 points on eight drives. And I looked at that and I thought, you know, that's that's art. Because the thing about art, Joe, you know how it is. Every person can see it how they want. It's mm-hmm. a, there's a different interpretation to this painting. It might make you feel this. It might make you feel that. Or music. And Josh Allen putting up 24 points on eight drives might make you feel two different things. It might make you feel, well, yeah, eight drives because the defense was in such rough shape. They had to slow play that game. Or it make, might make you feel how I felt about that game, which is, can you believe they only they played to only give him eight drives? Mm-hmm. Three points per drive. I wish they had had more drives. Well, then the Chiefs might have scored more points. Okay. All right. The Bills played that game like they were afraid of Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, Josh Allen went out and, from all the reviews, executed a near-perfect performance and put up the most points per drive by three times as many mm-hmm. as the other teams that played this this Chiefs team. So, you know, as we as we talk about that game and that game plan, I've had conversations on Twitter, conversations with friends about, oh, you didn't like it. It was the right plan. I, I've never liked it. I don't know if I'll ever like that game plan, even if the defense is banged up. I don't care. I'm limiting Josh Allen's ability to put up more points. Could he have put up 42? And if the Chiefs are that good, would they have put up 45? Maybe. But I limited my own chances by playing the way that I played, which was to play it slow and run clock. Does it have to be, though, that they played that style of game because they didn't want to give Mahomes that many drives and they were afraid of how many points the Chiefs would put up. Didn't Couldn't it also be they didn't think they could they could score 42 playing a different style of football? Like cuz things were hard in that game for them, right? Like the only plays that they got anything on were these bubble screens that went for 5 yards to Dalton Kincaid and and to Diggs and Shakir. That's right. And but, to James Cook. And they ran the ball effectively. Allen ran the ball. Allen ran the ball mostly well. effectively. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But like even those scramble plays where Allen got good yardage on, like those are him dropping back to pass and oh look, nobody's open. I mean, did the Chiefs just did it to the Ravens for most of that game. The Ravens got hot in the second half late and then made mistakes, but they have a great secondary. They have a very good defense. I don't know. Like, I question whether the Bills could have scored. I, I, I don't think. I think it's two things for me. I would never want them to play like that against the Chiefs again. Right. I would never want that game plan for the rest of my life. I would never want to go into a game thinking that's the way to beat the Chiefs. And at the same time, I'm not sure they would have scored more than 24 points had they opened it up and tried to throw the ball down the field. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I don't think they were good at it. I think the whole season proved they were not well, good at it. There's there's a difference between throwing more and just playing with more tempo. They played to kill the game. I mean, 
we we went through the stats about how how many second and short plays they had, and they ran the ball mm-hmm. ten times on second and one, two, three, or four, mm-hmm. rather than try and get a big play. And they did throw a couple of big ones and try to uncork a couple of big ones. It's about pace. And McDermott didn't he flat out say they played that way because they wanted to control the game. They wanted ball control. Their time of possession was lengthy. Yeah, it was Ma- insane. Maybe you're it was right. Historic right. for how much they did that. Maybe it was a function of or at least a, a good portion of it was a function of, well, the Chiefs kept everything in front of them. And I'm still sitting here mad about the fact that you had an offense that was able to be limited like that. Right. That's Because that's mean, here are yeah. the Ravens that did have explosive plays against the Chiefs. Meanwhile, they lost. Um, you get your Zay Flowers plays. I got Lamar runs over 20 yards. I got explosive plays from the Ravens against the Chiefs. I got a Tyreek Hill explosive play against the Chiefs. It was their only touchdown of the game, but I got one. And the Bills, you know, they dropped there. So I guess, you know. Yeah, because they, they, the Bills, like, it's again, like, some, their plays that work. What was their yards per play in that game? It was lower than the Ravens, wasn't it? The Bills' yards per play against the Chiefs? It was 4.7. So it wasn't very high. It was not impressive whatsoever. They, the Bills had, it was it 14 third downs in that game to the, the Chiefs' five? Like, there were a lot of drives where you get to second and six. Then you get to third and two, and then they, yes, they would run the ball again, and that's maybe where right tempo gets affected because you're running it on second and short or third and short, and you're just trying to get the three yards. It's kind of how they played the game. Yeah. We're just, they played the game to move the chains, and again, I think that could, maybe both things were really happening at the same time. It doesn't have to be one or the other. That they knew. Mahomes is going to eat us alive all game. A.J. Klein should not be in this position. And two, they're keeping everything in front of them, and everything down the field is going to be contested if we try it in this game. And at the same time, our short passing game doesn't have the most dynamic athletes in the world, so it's only going to be 4.7 yards per play playing that style of football. So, right, my anger is more that they built a roster that was able to be limited like that. Yeah. They kind of looked like that against the Chargers, right, in New England. It's not like le- they'd won a bunch of games leading into Kansas City. It's not like their offense had looked explosive at all really since, what, the the Jet game, Brady's first game? I was going to say, if you want to say since Ken Dorsey, you could say that. Yeah. Joe Brady's time as offensive coordinator of the Bills, the passing offense had its moments, but didn't have a lot of moments. And you know, Josh Allen's quarterback rating in that offense with Joe Brady in a clean pocket was way down, his completion percentage down. Now, that's drops. They dropped a lot of balls, whether mm-hmm. that's Diggs that dropped a bunch and James Cook dropped a bunch. So that happens. Yeah. Now, the whole thing, it's nine days later, and I'm still sitting here trying to be trying to find a way to be comfortable with what all happened. Joe writes in, they did take three shots downfield, didn't convert any of them. Three shots downfield in the game that they killed the clock. Yeah, and you could, out of out of out of how many and, plays? And there's a lot of room between the line of scrimmage and sixty. It's <laughs> kind of funny, like sixteen throws at or behind the line of scrimmage. One throw, yeah. sixty-two and a half yards in the air. There's a lot of real estate in between that. Yeah, that they yeah. didn't really go for that much. Maybe because they felt like they couldn't. And you know, of course, that gets to the point of they built a roster that was limited for that. So. Yeah, Allen's throwing chart in this game. So the Bills had 78 plays in the game. and they 78 plays. 78 plays. plays. They threw the ball 39 times, so exactly half. Um, at least, actually, he had 39 pass attempts. So there would have been some scrambles in there, too, where they called pass plays. And Allen's throwing chart 
Again, you see, man, look at all the six, the 16 behind the line of scrimmage. Is there like a 30-yard gap where it's just nothing yeah. in between? There's not a single throw between 15 and, well, 15 and 28 yards. So there's a 13-yard gap there. You have two at like the 30-yard mark, and then you have the one that's way the down two, the field. The two 30-yard mark are the two Sherfield throws. Yes. And the big one is the Diggs and one. And the, the big one is the Diggs one. Yeah. And other than that, and even then, there's only like there's only two at the 15 yard marker, and then everything else is between the behind the line of scrimmage and within five yards. Like so much of what they did was dink, dunk, short pass, screen, bubble screen, you know, quick out to James Cook, up the flat to James Cook. Like just they didn't they didn't have a dynamic offense in this game. They didn't have a Zay Flowers, right? Because even yeah. the Ravens. Didn't have a lot working for them in that way, but they had the one guy that was capable of getting open for big plays. And Flowers had plays in that game where the Bills didn't have a, don't have a guy like this. Even Shakir, as good as he is, is not like this most of the time, where Flowers takes a slant five yards down the field, he takes it for 25 because he's breaking away from Ladarius Sneed. Yeah. The Bills don't have a guy that pulls away from defensive backs like that with just his sheer burst. They don't have that guy. The other they thing didn't is, have the Ravens might have been better served. This is to the point about what the Bills did. If the Ravens ran it 39 times, like the Bills ran the ball 39 times, they might have had more success in that game. They ran, so, it, uh, they ran it six times. Six. Six with running backs. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. 803-0550 on this. Nine days after Bills Chiefs. The, the bigger conversation about this is, are we allowed to use the term close for the Bills when talking about the Chiefs? Are they close? Because two three point in losses. games they are close, mm-hmm. in resume they are not. Right. How do right. we how do we handle that? Every time I hear the Bills are really close to the Chiefs, I think they have made four Super Bowls in five years, and you have made one AFC Championship game. That is not close. Right. How can you say you're close if you you're behind Tiger Woods in the World Golf Ranking, <laughs> and he's got. 37 majors, and you've got none. Right. But you lost by three or less. And you're number uh, two in the rankings. Are you close? There's a point there. I just don't know what to do with everyone that says the Bills are close. Because I'm not going to sit here and tell you that they're miles and miles away. They might be the closest team. No, the they, they don't. I don't think they get to claim their second. The, the Bengals. Bang, the Bengals beat them in the playoffs. Yeah, that's probably the right. The Bengals did the thing. They're the only ones that have done the thing in the AFC, at least. The only team the Chiefs have lost to in the AFC. By the way, look at what I mean. This is more of the frustration for the the Chiefs. Like, are just are they just going to go every year? Look what it took for the Bengals to beat them. They had to shut them out in the second half and go to overtime and to, to win in overtime. And the Chiefs got the ball first yeah, in that, they, in that they, overtime. Like the, the defense did a great job for the Bengals. They needed to shut them out just to beat them in overtime. Yep. Uh, and that's the only thing separating the Chiefs from five straight Super Bowls. Uh, you could make it six straight or seven straight if you go back to the Patriots-Chiefs one where they also lost in overtime on a coin toss. Right. The last. What's the last playoff game that the Chiefs have lost in regulation? Oh, well, they would have lost the Super Bowl to, to yeah, Brady. That's right. Last AFC playoff game they would have lost in regulation. Like you're going back to Alex Smith. Yeah, that's right. Eight hundred three hundred five fifty. Not trying to be depressing. <laughs> I mean the next the next nine days it's going to be hard not to. Will we be more depressed if they win the Super Bowl or less? I will probably be the same. Doesn't matter. It's just that they're in. They won the AFC. They're yeah. in the game. They did it again. They did it again. Yeah. And we are approaching 
Patriot way level of they're different than you, as I reference this Mike Florio, Chris Sims conversation about how they got mad because the kicker was warming up. Isn't, shouldn't it, on, on the game nine days ago, shouldn't it be true that even the fan out there or the person out there that thinks the Bills made had the right game plan against the Chiefs, shouldn't there also be an admission from that person that even if you thought they played the right game plan against the Chiefs, that you never want them to have that game plan against the Chiefs again? Yeah. Doesn't, do- that should be accurate. Even if you think that was the way to do it, to keep them off the field and to not test them down the field because their defense maybe wanted that all day from Allen, that you can't be in a position again where you walk into a game against the Chiefs and, guys, the best game plan in this one might be to control the ball. Well, that's where, <laughs> what are the Niners going to do? I mean, they don't throw the, fall, the, bar, the ball far down the field as it is. But will they get explosive plays because they have explosive players? It's very possible. That they very often do. Yeah. Yeah. Riley in Niagara Falls is going to join us here before the break. Hey, Riley, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call, guys. Sure thing. Yeah, I just want to talk a little bit about the game plan. And uh, we, we want some time management. This is what we're talking about here. So how are we managing the game when we are giving Patrick Mahomes a minute 40 left, even if we kick that field goal? we're still in a position where Patrick Holmes goes down with a minute 40 left. I don't understand, and I don't understand the play call of we're going to go on fourth down in our own zen with a fake punt and try to run the ball with Hamlin, but we're not going to go on fourth down and we're going to take the three at the end of the game and still give him the time to go back down the field. So how do we manage the game? I, I just don't get the play call. I think we should have went for it on fourth down ran the ball on second down, and then went third and fourth down to try to get closer to kill more clock. What do you guys think? Thanks yeah. for taking my call, guys. Thanks, Riley. Now we're getting to the final possession and how they played that one. Yeah. It doesn't line up, though. He's right. Like To me, it's the fake punt is an admission from the Bills. We don't think we can stop this offense. We are going for it, and we're giving it to DeMar Hamlin because we don't think our defense is stopping the Chiefs. And... Then you get later in the game situation and fourth and nine, I guess they thought, okay, like there's just no other option here. They must not have thought about it because I don't know what – I guess they stopped them twice, right, in the midst of that. Between the fake punt and the fourth and nine field goal, they punched out a ball at the goal line. You can call that luck. You can call that Jordan Poyer making a play. He did. They could Both could be true. And two, the Bills got to stop at midfield on the Chiefs. Did they – did they found – did they – Think they were more likely to get a stop because they had just seen it happen? It's it's possible. Maybe. That's another part of this is sometimes you think one way where, well, all those possessions for the Chiefs, they're just going to score and you're not going to have answers. The Bills started to have an answer. They really made their first stop late in the game. Right, the Chiefs. Dorian Williams, by the way, was in the game for that, which yeah. made a difference. He chased down Mahomes from kind of scrambling out of there. So, I mean, that's an adjustment that they could have made earlier in the game, getting their most athletic linebacker that was active in the game earlier. They decided not to. They got to stop late in part because of him on the field. So, was that a difference? Yeah. Here we are talking about the game nine days later. It is sitting with me. I I don't know if the 13 seconds game, I don't know if we talked about that game nine days later. We kind of just shoved it into the closet, never to be discussed again. Did we? I feel like we talked. Did we? That was like eight months after. Though we were thinking about it, maybe for like eight months after the fact. Yeah, maybe. I 
I do think that that's another part of this is 13 seconds is landing this week with some people maybe. Yeah. So, sometimes you don't know the things that are that are weighing on your mind. And if 13 seconds, maybe 13 seconds comes back because of the Lions. You were there. You yeah. had you had them. Mm-hmm. And you let them up. And Dan Campbell told you after the game, like, hey, there, this could this could have been our only shot. Yeah. 803 Thanks, Riley. Bills and Chiefs. Are the Bills close? Can they say they're close? And, of course, the other part of that is this offseason will happen, and the Bills' offseason is going to be about staying afloat and not spending any money, and the Chiefs are going to go out there, and they've got, you know, $76 million more space than the Bills do. That's not $76 million in space, but... No, ah. they, they have about, like, 40 I think, yeah, or 30 yeah. Eight oh three oh five fifty. If you want to join us, I've got great instant trivia. I'm excited for. Mm-hmm. Oh, Josh does. He said he's doing instant trivia. Nice, got good stuff for that. Good stats of the day. I have one of the most incredible tweets I've ever seen, ever seen. Joe mm-hmm. saving it for seven so more people can wake up because it's a good one for conversations about uh, quarterbacks that are playing today and you know history. So we'll do all that on this uh, Tuesday with uh, promises to see the sun in a couple of days here on WGR. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.